Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for a very attractive Jewish boy. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we... Sorry, let me start over. What did you make me watch? First off, I can't believe you right now. We watched, we experienced, we lived (laughs) Zack Snyder's Justice League. Here's the thing. Everybody else was dumb. Everybody else saw the Joss Whedon tag team effort done. All right. Everyone three, what was it? Four years ago. Everyone's like, let's go out and see justice league. Mm -hmm. I'm smart. Okay. (laughs) I didn't watch that movie even a little bit. And now here we are years later and I got to watch the real thing. All right. That it didn't even count. Okay. Justice league might as well not have happened because here we are. HBO Max is here, Zack Snyder's here, and we have the true Zack Snyder's... Right? Am I wrong? Am I crazy? I did it the right way. No. Because see, here's the thing. Here's why. Here's why I say no. The only I would have said yes, you did it right. You're smart. You're a smart boy, not a dumb boy like all these other dumb boys. But the fact that you started this with, what did you make me watch? (laughs) When I'm like... We were blessed with <laughs> Zack Snyder's All right. Justice All right. League. Cody. Let me backpedal a little bit here. I am a dumb boy because I did not see Man of Steel and I did not see Batman versus Superman. I had many questions at the beginning of this movie. I'm like those people that saw Endgame and hadn't seen like any of the previous four Marvel movies. Like, who's that guy? What's her name? I don't understand anyway. Yeah. I laughed at those people. I was like, what are you doing watching Endgame when you haven't seen all this is me now? I'm wearing I'm wearing the dunce cap. Okay. I have seen none of the movies of this storyline. Yeah. Or here. I was me. Here's the main difference between people who go into this movie not seeing all of the DC movies and people went into Endgame not seeing any of the Marvel movies. People who went into this without seeing the other DC movies. Had about a hundred less hours of content to consume. Because it's just two movies leading up to it, right? Kind of Man of Steel, but really just Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Right? Well, Man of Steel sets up the ship. Yeah. And then Batman Spoiler versus alert, Superman. there's a ship. Yeah. <laughs> Batman versus Superman <laughs> sets up like the what kicks off this whole storyline mm-hmm. in the movie. So... Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I'm right now, I'll spoil the end of Batman versus Superman. Are you ready? Everybody at home is ready. Okay. They're like, no, I haven't seen it. Superman dies. So I was like, <laughs> my wife was like, do I need to know anything about Batman versus Superman? I was like, no. And then it shows the Superman dying. And I was like, that covers it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Superman dies. And she's like, I, what? Here's the thing. I feel like as soon as like Infinity War was out for a week, everybody knew what the big twist was at the end of Infinity War, you know, for Avengers. (laughs) I had no idea. I've seen so many memes about just, you know, about I've seen a lot of Batman and Superman memes. 
mostly just the one where Ben Affleck looks absolutely defeated. <laughs> it's like it's the he's press, like, the press junk, and it's just like, yeah, like where they're in between shots, and he's just like, uh, <laughs> what have I, what have I done? Step. I like how having like watching his midlife crisis happen in real time. Can we, as a side note, can we just talk about like you've got so Chris Hemsworth is like the one who's naturally super muscular. All the other guys like Chris Pratt, Chris Evans hate him because they're like, he's just huge. Yeah. Like he's there eating a pizza while they're there like with like 50 scientists design their diet. And he's like, we well, got his weird diet going on. <laughs> like he's just eating normal and all that. Then you've got like Chris Evans who is like, I hate being Captain America because you have to be yoked all the time and you can mm-hmm. never swear in public and it's the worst. <laughs> and yeah. then, but he stuck through how many movies now? And he's like, I'm going to, all of them. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to quit eventually. Like once we complete this storyline, when, when did, when did the first Avengers, was it 2010? 2012 was the first Avengers movie, wasn't it? No, I sorry. I meant Captain America, the first Avenger. Oh yeah. What, yeah, it would have been 10 or 11, right? Because it would have been right before Avengers. Yeah. Gonna shut up, Avengers. Ben Affleck did two movies and he's like, I <laughs> freaking quit. I hate being the superhero. You guys suck. <laughs> Screw all of you. And then I, he left. I don't like Ben Affleck. <laughs> and I think there are people who like him. Furthermore, there are people who think he's a good actor. <laughs> I think he did a he good job not. as a, like a checked out batman well okay that's the problem with him yeah he has one brand yeah and that's it there are one or two movies where he's a little different like if he has a boston accent like in um the goodwill hunting oh you know you're like okay yeah there's boston ben affleck and then there's mumbly grumbly i'm a grumpy man boring face man that's it and you're just like you have no range but have and he was that? mean to Jennifer Garner, according to that that one song by Macklemore. Yeah, it's true. So anyway, but have you seen Argo? Yeah, it's a good one. Have you seen The Departed? Argo. Okay, hold up. Argo is good. He's not great in it. He's the exact same character he was in Gone Girl. The exact same character he was in <laughs> Justice League. He's the exact same character he was in um, the other one. Where he's the detective is the, the same. departed. He's the same. No, it's a different one. Oh, okay. Anyway, he's the same dude. He's been doing the same shtick for like 12 years. Yeah, I definitely think he peaked with the departed as far as being is like he in the departed. Who is he in the, in the departed? Okay, spoilers for departed. He's the mole. He's like the guy who is the bad, the crooked cop, but he's like a, a lieutenant or something. So Who else is in the department? Because I Leonardo know, DiCaprio, Marky uh, Mark. Mark, Marky Mark is in it. Leonardo DiCaprio's like the main guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's the guy that DiCaprio's kind of trying to find. Okay, in Boston PD. Got it. So I do like the Departed. Yeah, best line of the Departed. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe go f yourself. <laughs> yeah. it's the is that Marky line. Mark? Yes, Marky Mark. Yeah. In like a meeting with the ball, like all the Mark captains. Wahlberg, he's had some bright spots, all right, in his career. Oh, so good. His character in The Departed, the other guys. What's uh the fighter? He's actually really good in The Fighter, I yeah. thought. So, uh, and he's more yoked than Ben Affleck. So get out of here, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's pretty big for this. I never thought, like when they were like, Ben Affleck's playing Batman, I'm like, 
isn't he fat? <laughs> and then he got yoked. And it's What's like the meme oh. of him just like he's in like a blue V-neck sweater. He's like smoking outside, just like looking defeated. Yeah, that's from a couple years ago. That's just, when I think of Ben Affleck. That's what I think. Of. Yeah. <laughs> that's him after oh, getting yoked for this and being like, "Yeah, I got it." No, I don't got it. I'm doing it. Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, because. Yeah. Okay. But on the opposite end, you have Henry. It's also hard because he's got Henry Cavill, who's just so excited to be Superman. (laughs) That's what's cool. But everyone's like really hot on Henry Cavill right now because they're like, "Oh, he was Superman. Oh, he's the Witcher. Oh, he builds gaming PCs and like likes video games." Like, wait, he's he's like the world's most handsome, ripped nerd who's also an actor. You're like, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, dude. But so I mean, like, there's and there's also. he appears briefly in the film. Was Joe impossible to pronounce last name? You know who I mean. Yeah. He's also a huge nerd. And he's, yeah. So, there's lots what of that. What is that guy's last name? It's nothing. It's a big one. It's yeah. a big last name for a big man. Mangalangano. So. Mangalangano. The Mangalango. plot of this movie. Yes. Is that Superman is dead. And uh, there's big baddies coming. And Batman's like, okay, fix that. All right, I'm showing right? you. I'm showing you down here. This, this, I'm, this is the thing. I'm so excited about this oh movie. Oh my gosh. All this, right, okay. go ahead. Here's the plot of the film. Oh my goodness. Superman murked. He's gone. So what's awakened? Something worse than what killed him has awoken now what that he's him? gone. What killed him? Yeah. I can't remember the name. It's like it was some... It's got a name like the from the comic book villain, but it's a uh, Zod mutated by the Kryptonian ship juice. All right. It's basically Abomination from the Hulk. Okay. Same principle, but it's a Kryptonian. Um. So. Bat or Batman, Superman's dead. So these things have awoken. And are calling out to something. And so you see all of the like powerful races that have been introduced. Not at all for the most part before this. But you kind of you get the vibe, especially in this one, because this one does a better job of like that long drawn out scene where Superman's screaming. Anyway, introduces everybody surrounding these box. They're all terrified. And then that like. And then it kicks off into the bad guys showing up. But then there's more bad guys. And then hilarity ensues because that hilarity also always ensues. Here's the thing. Most of the reshoots, I looked it up. Do you know what most of the reshoots were for Joss Whedon's mm. BS version? Was it punch ups? To add jokes. Yeah. This version is funnier. <laughs> so much funnier. Mm, Here's the it- difference. Uh, Aquaman goes, Yahoo! Like eight times. <laughs> I do. I'm curious to hear more about like the differences of this one versus. <laughs> okay, but we can't get too far into it. I'm so mad at Joss Whedon. Okay, I will. Everyone's mad at him for a multitude of reasons. Like, are we just gonna jump in? Or are we just gonna? Well, let's, are we gonna hop into? It? Do you want to just jump into it? Spoil. I didn't everything? know if you wanted my first impressions or if you just want to go raw okay. dog it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, this would be a good thing. It's like so. How do you like them? How did you like the film? Um, it was fine. There were things I liked about it. It was very long, which I knew going into it. But I mean, there were things I liked about it. I didn't love it. I didn't love it the way I liked a Marvel movie. But 
I could see. I'm not a Zack Snyder boy, but as far as Zack Snyder movies go, I mean, there, it had a, a lot going for it. I didn't think I like loved it. Yeah. But I didn't hate it. And uh, it was decent. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I. <laughs> the longer. So, like, I sat down and I, I almost texted you and just be like, let's do it next week. Because it was like two o'clock in the morning when I finished this film. Mm-hmm. This experience. I watched it in two and a half viewings. So I oh, get it. I did it all in one. Oh, wow. Good for you. Because And so I started out being like, I don't want to do this. I was playing on my phone. About 10 minutes in, phone went down and I stared at the screen mm. the entire time. There was a brief intermission where um, a cord was kicked and our Google TV was unplugged. Yeah. And that kind of like facilitated a break. I think you have food. to take an intermission, even if it's just like a, you know, let me grab food. Yeah. Let me take like a 10 minute break, walk around a four hour yeah. movie. I mean, in the olden days in the theater, there would be an intermission. Yeah. You know, I don't think I would have, though. Like if that hadn't happened, I don't think I would have stopped. I was into it. See, all about we're it. moving. We're about done now, but like. I can't. <laughs> i've been so exhausted that i was like well, the only time we fit it in it was like 9 30 p.m or something yeah when we started it and yeah. we're like okay we're not getting trouble for it we're like let's start it anyway so yeah. we had to do it over spread out okay so you it captured your attention it got me i was into it and i was like but i was i didn't i've watched the joss whedon justice league more than once because mm-hmm. i've watched with other people done it like watched all the movies you know, right. at least twice. So I've seen it two or three times and I was just like, I don't, it's not a good movie and mm. it bums me out. <laughs> that so is not great. Like you wished you're like, I could see how it could have been good, but instead squandered it's Yeah. Cause like growing up, that was my favorite cartoon. You know, like you did, have, did the, you watch like the justice league unlimited cartoon? Yeah. I've seen, see, I, I don't know a lot of DC except for Batman, but I have seen like, 10 or 12 episodes of the justice league cartoon it was pretty i remember enjoying it it's yeah good that was my favorite show growing mm-hmm. up it was like all these like all my favorite things where there's like there, i mean in there there's a whole you know there's like an episode where i think oh there's uh what's the the monkey the gorilla is he like talking gorilla smart yeah. smart gorilla grod yeah. i think where he like mind controls superman and then the flash ends up being like punching him a bunch and then superman just kind of like flicks him into a wall and it's mm. superman and wonder woman fight and then there's another one there's other ones where it's like superman does a shady thing and then shazam's like i'm disappointed in you and he's like oh no <laughs> you know like there's just like all these cool storylines and all these cool characters well, they drop one, they like, get a draw from so many characters it's yeah. a cool show in that way where you're like oh i have like the base seven but yeah. there's so many other oh when it starts it just starts with those seven mm-hmm Actually, less than seven because Cyborg, I don't think, is in the original Justice League cartoon. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Um, he's in the Teen Titans, oh, which we don't even need to go down that love road. Love Teen Titans. Yeah. Uh, that was a good show. So good. Oh, so good. Okay. So you enjoy Justice, Zack Snyder's Justice League? I do. I think it does a lot more justice to the Justice League. More justice to the League? Yeah. All right. You know what that means. You just got to get into it. Mm. Skip right into it. Either you know, just 
clamber up on Superman's back here with me. Just, just nuzzle right in here on his back. He's like David Hasselhoff, and we're like SpongeBob and Patrick. Yes. We're gonna ride. We're gonna ride the Superman. Okay, so my first thought, my first note. You gonna spoil everything immediately? Right now. Immediately, the note. I I rewound this movie to watch to see the screen that says, "In order to preserve Zack Snyder's vision." This movie is presented in 4-3 format. What was that? I didn't even notice. Was it? This movie was in 4-3. And there's a note at the beginning that says, hey, per director's request and vision, blah, blah, blah. It's in 4 Why? I didn't even notice that Why it was 4-3. Why is four, it three? in 4-3? Was it? In, I didn't. Okay, let me tell you this. The Zack Snyder's Justice League I watched was in 4-3, full screen format, you know, whatever. The square, the TV, old timey, 4-3. Mm-hmm. And there's a note for like two seconds, like, hey, we did this on purpose. <laughs> I rewound it to go back to it. I'm pulling it yeah, up. Are you telling me you saw it on widescreen? <gasps> it is, right? It has to be. That's just breaking news. Do, 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 I just do. don't know. I just want to know why. You know what? Don't worry about none of that. I just <laughs> got a little pop up for half a second that static shock's coming back and they're doing it as a. Do you know anybody ever watch Static Shock? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're racist. That's why you no, never I remember it. that show. I didn't watch it though. Of course not. It's probably gonna start playing audio like real loud, isn't it? Nope. Okay, so there's the four three thing that I super did not see. I need to see it play in four. I think three. you need to watch the whole movie over again, clocking oh, that it's in four three. I would. Oh my gosh, it is in four three. <laughs> Also, but why? Why? Tell me why? Here's if, the real if question. Plan for a theatrical release. Why is it in four three? Why is it off centered on my phone? Hey, look, that's just Zack Snyder's vision. Okay, it's in four three and it's off centered. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't notice for one second though. Not even a little bit. That's amazing. Okay. I just so, want to know why it was off centered on my phone. All right. Come explore the DC hub to discover classic animations. Oh, so it's not new Static Shock. It's just all the DC stuff. Cool. Way to get my hopes up. Here's the real thing. Okay. As a side note to our many side notes. Okay. You ready for this? When did people turn on the Nolan Batmans? They did? When? Why? I don't know. But every Dark Knight's like the number five movie on Netflix this week. Yeah, but here's the thing. That's where everybody say everybody's like, yeah, Nolanverse, just do the DC universe like Nolan's universe. Mm-hmm. But now every time I hear it brought up, they're like, yeah, Nolan's movies, which were trash, and we all knew they're trash. They're the worst. And I'm like, when did this switch happen? <laughs> what? Because this happened. This this happens all the time. You know, these these people out here, the podcast douches. You know. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is the best movie ever made. And then like three years later, they're like, I never even liked that movie. And it's like, so you lied at the time or you're lying now? Which one's the truth, Dave? I don't know. I here's the thought I had during the movie though, during just watch while watching Justice League. I was like, Christopher Nolan really did have the best action batman like the fighting batman fighting people 
I thought was much better in Christopher Nolan Batman movies than Ben Affleck fighting people as Batman in these movies. And maybe just early on, because I did notice a couple other things, like same with Wonder Woman's action. Her first scene in this movie was like, oh, this is the problem with Wonder Woman in the DC universe is like, she's she is like cg'd out all over the place and looks weird but by the end of the movie you're like oh no this like this action flowing well working well yeah but I, you didn't see one woman 84 did you no because one Woman 84 i thought fixed that problem really well except yeah. for like one or two shots i was like oh the action one woman 84 is way better than the original wonder woman and the action i saw from her in parts of justice league yeah here's the thing though because so we're going we're i'm gonna try to do my best to explain to you why this like why people like this movie when you're, you know, being a hater. All right. So imagine all the same fight scenes and everything. But when someone kind of when like Wonder Woman backhands someone into a wall, they just kind of like slink, slink against the wall or it cuts before they hit the wall. Mm. Versus now it's like, oh, yeah, no, their skull is smashed into the wall. Sure. Because it's Wonder Woman and she just threw them into a stone wall. Mm-hmm. So like all the like you never really see like an impact unless it's a super person hitting another super person. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's like you see them connect. So it's like watching. It's like watching the Born Identity and then going to watch John Wick versus yeah. only ever watching John Wick movies. And you're like, I mean, this is fine. It's whatever, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh, it is kind of it does look better when you just show them fighting versus. Look at the how fast the camera's moving around him. Mm-hmm. And then one of the guys gets his head hit into a door and now he's down. So they were probably fighting that whole time. Yeah. Be like a real. What's his face jumping over a fence? Liam Neeson jumping over a fence situation <laughs> with the amount of cuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the CG, I definitely, you could tell what they let him redo CG wise versus what they did not. Yeah. Because I think Joss Whedon, I don't know if it was because he redid stuff or just the product of it being four years old, which I feel like is kind of a weird age. Cause it's like, if you shot for the moon, it's probably not going to hold up four years later mm-hmm. versus if you were more careful with it. Right. I think, I don't know. Do you know how involved Whedon versus? Here's what I know about the, that situation. Zack Schneider was like 80% done shooting the movie. His daughter committed suicide. And he was like, look, I have things to take care of. I don't know if I can, like, I need more time on this project. I need to go home for a little while. You know, he was like debating finishing or staying home. And then the studio was like, hey, don't worry, go home. It'll be fine. And then Joss Whedon just like popped up. And they were like, yeah, Joss Whedon will just help help handle some on-site <laughs> directing. And then they're like, just kidding. He's the director now. You're basically off the project. Joss Whedon's going to finish it. And Joss Whedon's like, sweet. Let me do a bunch of reshoots really quick. There's a mustache situation. Don't worry about it. We're just, yeah, it's fine. I want to reshoot. I've got a vision for this. And Zach Tanner's like, well, all right, I have a grieving family, so I guess do whatever because I have to do this. So that's yeah. what I understand. So Joss Whedon came in when it was like 80% shot. Yeah. And then finished things up, did whatever he wanted, and we got what we got. Yeah, I did. I did read a whole thing about the why he came in. I was wondering more like the no. of the effects. I don't know. Or Joss, was that? I mean, Joss Whedon's a comes from the 
from TV <laughs> and yeah. has had some a lot of success doing cheesy TV shows that are beloved, but you know are like dated and. How dare he did TV. Avengers? Yeah, which you know is a film. Yeah, that was you know it was good at the time. Avengers one, Avengers two. Who everyone hates Avengers two now. Avengers two. I, I need don't to rewatch it because that's the thing. I enjoyed it and I was like, yeah, it wasn't perfect. I thought it was pretty good. There's a lot that I liked about it, but people like that's like it's kind of like the Nolan Batman films. It went from being like, I think it's the same thing. Like at the time, people were like, oh, it's pretty good, and now people are like, oh, I hated them. And I don't know if it's just because we have the Rooster Brothers now to compare it against, but yeah, I think there's that and the fact that so many nerds are like Ultron's supposed to be like on level of Thanos, and they feel like they're like. You really did my boy dirty. Yeah. You made him be like in 30 minutes of the film. Yeah. And just kind of get beat immediately. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, th- I just wonder what the because so like Steppenwolf. Tell me about your thoughts on Steppenwolf. I thought I thought Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf was really cool. I really liked him. I only, like I said, mostly what I know from the DC universe is Batman stuff because yeah. that's the cartoon I watched growing up. Tiny bit of Justice League, but I, I don't do DC that much. Yeah. So. I thought Steppenwolf was a cool villain. I liked how strong they made him and like the scale of like him being really strong. His armor was cool. Sometimes it looked just okay. Sometimes it looked really good. But I enjoyed him as a villain. I like Steppenwolf. Although the name, I can't get over it, but that's fine. Yeah. Because of, uh, you know, the band. Yeah. Steppenwolf. Well, I think the whole thing is he's based on like some Norse bad guy. And the oh, yeah. Band name is also. I don't. The Norse I don't guy. blame that. I'm just saying that's where my brain's at. Yeah. They're <laughs> named after the same thing. Yeah. But uh, can, I'm going to drop this bomb on you. You may or may not know this. Most, most people's least favorite part, to at least to my knowledge, of the the you know lesser justice league is steppenwolf really let me get you inside joss whedon's brain wait okay he saw he saw Zack snyder's four by three vision okay okay and he's like you know what we gotta we gotta tie this in a neat bow this is too much so here's what we're gonna do what do we got we got steppenwolf desaad and dark side that's too much what's desaad Desaad's one of Darkseid's lieutenants. He's the guy that was talking to Steppenwolf most of the time. Okay. Um, so you got three guys here. That's too much. We got to get rid of the guys that nobody's going to know. Mm-hmm. So what we got? We got Steppenwolf, Desaad, Darkseid. Little known villain, little known villain, the main Superman villain. Which one are you going to keep? That's right. The least known one. And mm. we're going to make him the only name and have him be like, we're going to do this from dark side. That's the only reference there's going to be to dark side. Interesting. Okay. Dark side. Much better known. <laughs> Superman villain. Yeah. It'd be like some be like, it'd be like him coming in and be like, I see you have Lex Luthor, Craig and Larry as your villains. <laughs> So I think this is going to be too confusing. So we're just going to keep Larry. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have him work for a company owned by a subsidiary (laughs) of a shell corporation Mm -hmm. that Lex's cousin owns. And that's going to be simple enough for them to connect the dots. 
So basically, I'm saying Joss Whedon's dumb and he's bad at making yeah. movies because this was so much easier to follow, and Steppenwolf was so much cooler of a villain. Yeah, that he's like, you're like, oh, this guy who's like beating the crap out of everybody is just doing this to get on the good side of this other guy who's even stronger. Yeah. So okay, so that kind of brings up one of my problems with this movie. Yeah. And this is just in general. Here's our problem with this movie. It's four hours long. And Which basically, what? It's amazing. Here's what it is. It's a four hour movie that's like, look what we could have had. This could have been the Infinity War set up to end game. We could have had the next movie, another Justice League follow up movie with the whole dark side thing. Martian Manhunter comes in. We got a full Justice League and we're going to fight dark side next. Yeah. Do you know who Martian, Martian Manhunter is, by the way? Yeah, I know him from the cartoon. Okay. And so when he popped up, I was like, Martian Man, I actually have a note. It's just Martian Manhunter. Um, anyway. So what happened was we get a three hour movie that's like, you ready for Dark Side? It's gonna be lit. I was like, well, it's not gonna happen because they scrapped all that. They scrapped Ben Affleck Batman. They scrapped this. Justice League didn't, you know, it just it just it was like, here's what it could have been. Anyway, here's a 50-minute epilogue. Oh. I don't know. So I I wish it was just it's one of those things where it's bittersweet. You're like, oh, that was pretty good. None of this is going to pay off. Like, it's like if we just had Infinity War and we're like, wasn't Thanos awesome? Aren't you so glad we did it? We got everyone together. Uh, the Rooster Brothers are fired and uh, we're going to kind of be just rebooting. We're going to reboot Iron Man. We're going to reboot this. We're not going to pay off. You know, that's so that was the disappointing part of this movie for me. This experience was like, OK, cool. You set up some great stuff. Now we never get to pay it off. That's bittersweet. <laughs> like, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I do like part of the, what I think when he was making it, they they he dropped in there or they had him drop in because of all of the, you know, reshuffling of their original plans. Um, Was that they kept like, I think it was Steppenwolf or Darkseid or someone kept referring to it as like they'll rule the multiverse as like. You could have a completely different cast of people, but keep the same storyline because it's the same threat is going to apply to everybody in mm. all the different multiverses, which is something that DC and Marvel both have. You know, where it's that's how they tie all these different uh, comics. And together. So, so is that so that that's what I got out of the epilogue. Once again, I don't read the comics, but I hear things about the comics because I watch these movies so like is it the killing joke or there's one where the Joker gets superman to kill lois lane and then superman goes crazy right is that what they were referring to at the epilogue where it's like oh look it's mad max batman and they're in coots with a couple people aquaman's gone joker's here joker's referencing how lois lane is probably dead and superman's a bad guy in this one so is yeah. that basically what they were referencing i'm not sure like i don't That's know what i got out of it superman i know there's knowledge the uh, i just i know there's storylines where superman joins dark side which is just weird. It's weird. It was a weird thing because you're like, it's an epilogue. You're like, oh, so is this teasing the next movie or something? And you're like, no, not really. It's either a dream or it's a multiverse thing. But anyway, either way, that's not anything. But wasn't it fun to have Jared Leto pop up? <laughs> like, yeah. it was weird. Here's the thing. It was my favorite thing about the Jared Leto thing. was like, I just want a show about Batfleck and Jared Leto, Leto Joker in the Mad Max world. <laughs> And I want the opening scene to be them like arguing like 
Batfleck and the others arguing about something. And then you just off screen, you hear, hey. (laughs) (laughs) And then it pans over. You just see the back, you know, the green hair, the Jared Little Joker. And then he turns around and his whole front is just covered in police badges. He's like, I'm the law in this town. (laughs) Just something like that. Did you notice he has so many police badges on his front? I didn't think about that. He had like 20 badges pinned to the front. And it's just like, just like the entire front of it. I want his entire front of his vest to the, be like badges. the creative decisions behind the Jared Leto Joker were just like, look, whatever you did, you didn't go hard enough. I need you to triple your efforts. We're going all in on this Joker. We're yeah. all in. Well, so I, I like the bat flick and the Jared Leto Joker because I, 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 I you know, I subscribe. I like commented and subscribed to the theory that that Joker is Jason Todd. Oh yeah. Oh, because he mentioned you sent a boy to do a man's job. Yeah. You know, like okay. So which I think in that story, Batman kills the Joker. Batman and Robin, I think, actually kill the Joker. Robin goes nuts and becomes the Joker, mm-hmm. and then Jason Todd kills the next Robin. Okay. I think that's how it works. Sure. And why not? So. Which then makes Batman go like, all right, I'm just going to start killing bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, it's interesting. I just, I, I wanted the epilogue to all be like related to what happened in the movie instead yeah. of being like, let's pitch you a fun, like this, this is fun. This is fun, right? You're like, it's four hours every minute of the four hours better be worth it <laughs> and yeah. not just like it's a dr- and they even played it off as a dream sequence thing which is just like we're done with the, i i don't have patience for the dream sequence thing it's a dream in the theatrical one too mm-hmm. so it's supposed to be like it's a vision that the flash somehow gives him because that you see in theatrical you see the flash there like how he's like i had this weird dream and then the flat barry was right there mm-hmm. saying lois is the key that's where you get the dream sequence. Okay. So that's one of the things where it makes more sense to put it there, I think. Versus instead of him being epilogue. like, this thing happened. And then they show it to you after yeah. describing it. Also knowing that there isn't going to be the trilogy, because they were going to give him like a whole trilogy, a Justice League trilogy. Okay. Which has been scrapped now, I think. Right. If they were like, yeah, you're not getting that, I would be like, all right, well, we can just kind of cut this epilogue out like or this dream out because this is setting up the next stuff. Yeah. And you don't need that. Yeah. So that so that part of it was weird. I don't know. OK. My second note is I have way too many questions. This was a mistake. <laughs> just like, oh, I don't know what's happening. They killed Superman. How did I not know Superman died? And so Superman died because. Batfleck was like, hey, I'm going to get some kryptonite. You're too powerful. They were having a fight. And then, but then he died fighting the bad guy. Yeah. That they all kind of had to, okay, that's interesting. I don't know. But then, because then Batfleck kept saying, oh, I made a promise on his deathbed that I would. Yeah. So what was he, what was the promise he made? Was he just like, I'll protect the earth or I will. Yeah. I mean, it's all. I was all, a bad boy. That's like a main theme is supposed to be like, the only reason Superman died is because Batman fought him and made him weak like he stabbed him with a crypt or with a kryptonite spear mm-hmm. you know and like gassed him with kryptonite aerosol and stuff like like he made him feel like he was gonna die and then he's like oh 
Remember that guy you barely beat in Man of Steel? Well, he's like a super mutant now, so go kill him. Interesting. And that's the only reason he died. Okay. So he feels guilty because he's the reason Superman didn't just well, what, wipe What came around? Because he was against Superman so much that he was willing to fight and potentially kill him. Well, Then he did die, and he was like, whoops. This is, I had to explain it to Because I know too. the Martha thing, right? Where it's like, <laughs> oh, they have, Which, they find some common ground randomly. Apparently, that's a big thing, too, of the Zack Snyder, the Snyder cut of the Batman vs. Superman, is that Martha scene, like, there's a lot more to it than that in his original. And then they're like, now nah, we'll just, just cut it, it out to like, yeah. <laughs> and then him be like, how do you, it's a lot more than Batman going like, how did you know my mom's name? Our moms have the same name. Yeah. Cause the whole point is supposed to be, he's like, Oh, this guy was like raised on earth. He's not, he doesn't look he's at himself an as an alien. alien. Yeah. Um, but so it, the, story from him killing him starts with man of steel and zod coming in and going nuts because mm-hmm. it's another alien yeah being like i'm gonna conquer the earth and then i'm trying to remember exactly what kicks it off but it is superman i think trying to save lois appears to be like turning into like the same thing zod was mm. to people on the outside which then kicks off batman being like well i gotta put you down Okay, so it's all misunderstanding, and then they end up fighting, but then they end up coming together. I think it's it's Lex Luthor that kicks off. They're trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. All right, I mean, you know, Jesse enough. Eisenberg, Lex Luthor. Yeah, I, the problem is, I really like Jesse Eisenberg like, yeah. as an actor, and so I know he was like not quite. Because I what I heard is originally there was Lex Luthor and the Joker in Batman versus Superman, and then they're like, ah, we don't have time for Joker. How about we just give a bunch of Joker's line to Lex Luthor and just call it the same? Yeah. That's what I heard happened. Which, I mean, Lex Luthor's kind of hard to nail. I feel like the best one is the guy that from Smallville that plays Lex Luthor. Mm, I haven't seen that. I can't remember the guy's name, but he does the best where he's something. He's somebody who's smart and sinister, but he doesn't come across as someone who's like. Insane. He's right. just like. I'm smarter than all of you put together. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what you do. I'm going to end up how to get out of the consequences for my actions or flip it on you. Yeah. Also, he's rich. Right. Like Batman. Exactly. That's his superpower. That's the best line. <laughs> What's your superpower? It's I'm my rich. favorite. Uh, okay. I am bored of cubes. I know we've, we've had the cube talk, the Tesseract discussion. We've talked about the super cubes. The but super these cubes, cubes are cooler. Yeah, I mean, I get that these cubes can do a lot of things, but here's what I realized. Cubes are too powerful. That's why most home ice makers make the little semicircles now, all right? Mm-hmm. That's why we can't have cube dice. They're too strong, okay? Yeah. I'm mad about it because I like cubed ice, okay? And now my ice cubes are half moons, Yeah. which aren't half as good. They're not, and they always get the stuck cube. in the ice thing. Yeah. They get like stuck and you got to like reach up your finger up the in there and scoop them out. The only reason I can assume that they made the semicircle is it's easier to pop out, right? Yeah. The cube's hard to pop out. But the cube is so delightful to look upon. And it, my mouth is circular and the semicircle is, and the glass, and the semicircle is rolling everywhere. The cube is like, oh, I got to stay put because I'm in a round glass. There's a round mouth. Semicircle is like, let me just slip it in there. <laughs> let me just get, yeah, let they're me slippery. They're sleek. Yeah. They're all over the place. You ever put one in your mouth and you're like, Boop. 
pops out. Yeah. You know that. Or it anyway. just fires itself down your throat. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. So anyway, cubes are too powerful. That's why we can't have them. Anyway, too many cubes. I know it's not this movie's fault. Okay. It's not yeah. this movie's fault that everyone else already did the cube three times, but we did cubes. But this one has three cubes. Okay. Other stupid movies have one cube, one super cube. This movie has three. So what? There the you go. The three joined to one unity. The unity. So that's the whole thing, right? The cubes are, are very strong. And if you unify them, you can wipe out life on a planet. So that's uh, all right. I mean, Steppenwolf was cool. Here's the thing. Okay, Steppenwolf. Since we swung back around to Steppenwolf. Yeah. Are you aware that this Steppenwolf looks drastically different from the theatrical release Steppenwolf? No. What I need you to look up right now is just type in Steppenwolf. The band. <laughs> Steppenwolf. And I, most of the things I saw, it pulled up comparisons for me in the images. Video images? Yeah. Oh. Right? Wait. So in the other one, okay. So in the comics, he's like, looks like Tony Stark with the Steppenwolf helmet. <laughs> in the... In the Justice League with the other guy, he's like a dude with the helmet. And he got in, little things, little chin, yeah, chin yeah. dudes. But in this one, he's like a beast. Yeah. It's like a beastie boy, which... Also, he looks like really bad CG dude. Mm-hmm. And so Tiffany was like... I showed my wife, Tiffany, who is my wife. <laughs> I showed her the comparison, and she just started laughing. She's like... Why? And I was like, to be fair, this I'm sure they recently read like like they recently did step the new Steppenwolf. So they've got like two to three years of They're like, how can we make this better? Let's you know Yeah. All right, newer technology. (laughs) The first one looks bad, which is why a lot of the bad effects because all the new stuff, even like the new fight scenes and stuff, look really good. Mm-hmm. So I kind of blame Joss Whedon for how bad the effects look and him being like, oh, it's fine. See, part is like, how much is it Joss Whedon's fault or how much is it the fault where the studio is like, hey, pick up this movie. It's almost done. Wrap it up. Like, carry the torch the rest of Because that's hard to do. Yeah. That's the whole point of a director. So you have someone to guide the creative vision from start to finish. Okay. Whereas if you've thrown the director at the last 15% of the movie, that's hard to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not defending Joss Whedon. I'm just saying, in general, if you're going to throw a project to a director at the last minute, it's hard. It's hard yeah. to carry that torch. Yeah. I would say the main difference I, I point out to that, to this situation versus, like, we'll use Guillermo del Toro's Hobbit. Yeah. Is Peter Jackson came in and he's like, okay, I need some time and money and I need to redo a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they said, no. Right. You deal with what you got. Whereas it seems like Warner Media, it sounded in the like a bunch of the articles I read, like they didn't really say, yeah, go ahead and change everything, Joss Whedon. It was more like he just kind of did it mm. and nobody noticed until it was too late. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, Zack Snyder is mourning the death of a child. So we literally we can't get him to come back and finish it right yeah. now. And Joss, so we just got to let Joss Whedon it's go. It's the problem. I mean, it's what everyone always says. That's the thing about Marvel is they, they're looking five years ahead of time, right? They're like, here's what we're planning to do. Whereas Justice League was like, we're five years behind the time, so we got to throw some stuff together. 
And then when you have an unexpected emergency like that, now you're double behind. And look, you put it in the hands of Joss Whedon and look what you get. Yeah. I think if this movie had come out in theaters, they would still be doing the Justice League, the Zack Snyder Justice League trilogy. I, I agree with that. I definitely see a lot more potential in it. Um, from what I've heard, just from what I've heard, this one does a lot better at what because what the biggest critique of the Justice League movie was when it first came out was well they're trying to jump to what was it? I guess it was Civil War was the big one that came around around the same time right mm. they're trying to jump to Civil War when there's all these other movies trying here. to catch up yeah and everybody's like and they just there's no there's not this back catalog you know there's not like you don't have this relationship whereas i think this does a lot more of in the one movie building that relationship so that you feel like yeah you nailed the jump that that was something guy a problem i had with this movie well okay let's look at avengers you already had a thor movie you already had a captain america movie you already had an iron man movie two Mm -hmm. iron man movies really so you have the base of the team and then for everyone else you're like okay we introduced black widow a little bit in iron man 2 so she's there hulk we did have the Incredible Hulk. Hulk's just there. You know, it's like, the, yeah. we've got the team here. Hawkeye, throw him in. There. You know, like, whoever didn't have an origin story in a movie was just like, he's here. We got him. Yeah. Whereas this movie was like, all right, let's get all these origin stories out of the way when it's like, oh, we, we know Batman, we know Superman, we know Wonder Woman. Yeah. And that's what you got to work with. Um, but they were like, okay, full, fl- you know, I almost wish they were just like, Flash is here, Cyborg's here. But I know that was a difference in Justice League. Versus the Zack Snyder one was I heard Joss Whedon eliminated a lot of the cyborg story and and Zack Snyder's like no he's like the heart of the movie like yeah, he's absolutely. an important part. I thought his story was interesting. Here's my problem with cyborg in this movie, and this is from a man who knows cyborg from Teen Titans. <laughs> yeah, he was so like one dimensional and serious that I I had nothing going for him. Like even like Batman has some one-liners with Alfred, or Alfred's there to lighten it a little bit and be like, oh, we love Alfred, Alfred's great, and Jeremy Irons did a great job. Whereas Cyborg is just like, he's so mad all the time, he's upset after his football game, he's upset now that he's been turned into Cyborg and Super Bowl. Like, justifiably so, but like, it's not even like, oh, he was a happy dude, and then he had this bad thing happen to him. It was just like, I don't know. I didn't, He. it seemed like he really had one dimension going for him. You're like, he's grumpy, he doesn't want to do anything. Okay, he's grumpy and he's on the good guy's side. I never saw anything else for him from him. So I just, I didn't love that character. It just felt very like one or two dimensional, you know, I needed him. Like I needed to see more size him. His facial expression was the same, the whole movie. Well, he was very Super straight faced. Yeah. So I don't think they could do a lot with his face. Yeah. But you have yeah. one eyeball there. Like <laughs> you, you never see his eyebrows doing He's just there, you know, here I got, I have the perfect solution. So, you know, all that story before he got turned into cyborg. Yeah. I'm going to chop that out. Mm -hmm. You know how there's his dad there. Mm -hmm. We're going to have them have like two interactions and then his dad's just going to disappear. That's weird. Right. His dad's just never going to reappear in the movie. And then like any time where he does have like a one liner or a, uh, you know, any kind of emotion or any react, any action back, like talking back and forth with uh, anybody or when another character, like when uh, Aquaman says, he's like, I don't know about this. We're sending a kid who just lost his dad in to do battle with these 
ancient machines. Yeah. You know? The solution is, let's take all that out. And then he can just be there. And he's just a robot <laughs> with a glowy be- <laughs> eye. And there's yeah. nothing else. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It sounds better, though, right? <laughs> sounds no, like it makes sense. Like, why even have him there if you're not going to yeah, present he, his story? I mean, okay. But let's talk about his, okay, his origin story. Okay. That football scene was something <laughs> where he like throws the guy over him i said no oh, <laughs> well no yeah, i'm talking yeah, about that scene yeah where i was just like i don't think you can do that in football <laughs> Here's the thing about it. what was weird about it is like they didn't do close-ups and like okay he's gonna hurdle a guy he's gonna spin move a guy he's gonna dive into the end zone it's like no we're gonna do that in slow motion and it's all cg but nothing looks right that's what it was for me i was like this is uncanny this is isn't it's like in the uncanny valley it didn't look like I've seen my share of football games and it just didn't look right. Here's the thing. I think I've nailed it. Part of it, what the problem was. What so was when it? Tiffany and I sat down to start this, I said, wait, hand me that remote control. Hmm. And I pulled out my phone and I could jiggered all the settings on the TV. I was like, we're going to do this right. <laughs> all right. And I, so the scene in particular I used was, you know, when Batman loses his uh, grappling hook gun yeah. and he goes down to like grab it mm-hmm. as it's falling. I watched that 50 times to get it to where it wasn't looking like What's, a PS2 game. <laughs> what settings did you change? I Well, so I had to change like there's like three or four different things that are like auto this or that. that TV settings it. or HBO Max? TV settings. Okay. I did all the contrast and the brightness and the backlights. I did all the stuff. Yeah. Turned off all the lights in the house. Sure. And it was incredible. But there were some scenes that you just couldn't. I just think the football was one scene where you're like, I think you needed to go practical on this. I don't think. See, I barely even. But I think they also wanted to like CG. show his expressions up, but it was just like, it wasn't right. It was off to me. Yeah. But see, I. Uh, it didn't look like a believable football scene, nor did it look like. <laughs> threw him over. Nor did it look like, oh, it's just a dramatization of a football scene. You know, I needed it. Yeah, whatever. To me, I said, I, think I said, I was like, he's doing some cool fight moves, but I think that would get <laughs> you ejected from a football game. Also, he's playing college football. Okay, Cody. Cody. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna. You're a college football athlete. All right. Okay, I'm there. You're going to score the touch. The touch. Down. The touch, touch ball. point. The, the touch. touch I was like, I was trying to think of the wrong thing to say, and I couldn't think of anything but touchdown. I'm like, that's the right thing. <laughs> How do you score a touchdown? What change? What dis, what divides a touchdown from not a touchdown? You got to get the ball, and you got to carry it into the across the line, the end zone. There's yeah. defenders in your way. You got to go around them. You got to push through them. All right, so you're flying through the air and you extend the ball. Yes. And it crosses the plane. Mm-hmm. Barely, but you like barely scrape that little thing at the corner and yeah. then you get pushed out of bounds because you're flying through the air. Okay. Does that count as a touchdown in college football? What do I do? Hold on, what? In college football. Yeah. You're flying through the air. Yeah. As you're in the air, the ball goes into the end zone and you go out of bounds. But the ball goes into the end zone. That's the touchdown. In professional. 
Not, not in college. Wait, what's the rule in college? You have to have your foot down. Oh, you can't do the diving pylon can't trick? Do the pile. You have to have your foot down and do Foot down. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's BS. Yeah. Got foot down. Inaccurate whole movie ruined for me. Right. <laughs> that was it. That was the yeah. It was it was just a weird scene. I was like, I could I can tell all these guys he's yeah. tackling are CG. I can tell he's CG. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, I think the big thing was the fact that you know people might have died. <laughs> mm. Practical. You can break the someone's neck throwing them over your shoulder like that. Yeah, I don't know. He was, anyway, he was doing every move, but not like in the well. What here's what. I look, now I'm remembering. Here's what happened. Okay. It looked like they were all trying not to tackle him. They're like, let me get close to him. Okay, I can't tackle him because I'll ruin the movie. Yeah. So let me be really bad at tackling for a second. Meanwhile, he's going to like power shove around me or like, and I was like, this is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I just need, I just need to see him like do a juke, break a tackle, score the touchdown. And instead they're like, he's going to do that six times, but no one's actually trying to tackle him. Like, I don't know. This look, it just looked wrong. Yeah, that's fine. Football corner's over. <laughs> Whatever. But then it was funny too because like he gets he sees his mom. He's like, I did, I did the touchdown. Then he sees his dad's out there. He's like, Well, my life's ruined. <laughs> and then for the rest of the movie, he's just like stone faced and like depressed. And you're like, All right, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. He's just so much fun in Teen Titans. <laughs> I, I get know, it. Right? He's going through a crisis. He's been re-engineered as a robot from yeah. a living robot alien machine cube, and that's hard enough. I'm just saying he I need a more dimension from him. Yeah. In Teen Titans, to be fair, he is has been a cyborg for a while. And he's and, a teenager. Yeah. And I he think has buddies. His there's an episode or two where his dad shows up and he does kind of be like F you old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. That's fair enough to be like that. I just he was in crisis the whole time. I needed him to turn the corner. And even when he turned the corner, he was like, I'm cyborg. <laughs> I got straight face. I don't yeah. know. He had resting straight face. <laughs> yeah. Just he didn't give us anything. Also, his face, his voice and oh, his face do not match. His voice and his face do not match. And Bailey pointed this out. He looked like Janet Jackson. <laughs> He's a male <laughs> Janet Jackson robot superhero college football player. That's who he is. He is an incredible. Look at Janet Jackson. <laughs> Look at his face. You realize he is Janet Jackson reincarnated into a man. Who plays football? Yeah. Oh yeah. I kind of liked the. They did more to set him up, though. I think in this version versus the other one, though. That's like, what I've heard. Set him up. Set up his powers. You know, like his dad's speech over the video re- or the voice recorder yeah. and stuff. Oh. Being like, this is that's, what you're gonna deal with now. That's my other. Okay, here's my other problem with that. Yeah. His dad's like. So anyway. I decided to bestow upon you perhaps the greatest power ever bestowed upon a person. <laughs> because. <laughs> like, oh, you can't. What if he turned bad? Like, what if he was bad at all? And he's already super pissed at you. Like, I don't know. I was just like, bruh, you made a huge decision just to yeah. be like, anyway, you're going to be able to do anything you want. You know, maybe do it for good. <laughs> like, I was like, when he was describing his powers, I was like, this is irresponsible to give to anybody without their consent and at the drop of a hat, you know? And I get it. It was a dire situation. He's like, I want to save my boy. War. <clears throat> I've abandoned yeah. my child. Anyway, so yeah. So yeah, so I don't think he was thinking it through when he did it. <laughs> then he's like, then he just had to leave the tape recording and be like, hey, man. 
So let me just explain what I did. Maybe give you some advice on how to process this. Yeah. It was a lot. I liked that scene. Here's why. Because the other one, like I said, it's just he's like, I'm cyborg. My dad turned me into cyborg. I hate him, but I don't hate him anymore after I have to save him. So now he's not in the movie anymore. Moving on. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and this one, it's like. I think that scene does a lot to set up him and his dad's relationship of his dad's like, I'm a scientist that has neglected his son. So I'm going to record my lab notes, I guess, because that's how I know how to do stuff. And then be like, here you go, son. Notes. Well, and then it shows him like helping that person out. And I I do like the payoff of that. Right. Because he plays the recording and he's like, let me have you some personal advice. Like, whatever. Let me speak from the heart. He's like, I don't want to hear that. Then at the end of the movie, he goes back after his dad dies. And he's like, okay, let me hear what he actually had to say. And like, oh, that, I think that's a cool way to wrap up the movie and kind of like, so I really liked that. So I mean, that payoff was good. Yeah. That was good writing, I thought. So I mean, they're like, they're bright spots. There are good things about it. We're like, okay, this is much, you know, this is going somewhere. Yeah. It's just too bad that they were like, all right, Zack Snyder, whip this up. Here, do it. You have one movie. Okay, here's a second. You don't get more movies. Oh, you want to set them? Whatever. You know, I just, it's a shame that they weren't like, all right, Zack Snyder, we're going to give you the keys of the kingdom. Here's, let's really let this thing be successful instead of just like whipping it up. I mean, like, all right, figure it out. Get it together. I would also be really interested to see a different, like that this movie come out in the age of, like originally come out in the age of HBO Max and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where you can say, okay, so we're going to do the movie. And then instead of this, you know, 40 minute dream sequence epilogue, we're going to do like a show or something of this. Like dis- WandaVision. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. just like one season to be like, this is this dream thing. And then he wakes. And then at the end you have him be like, wake up. Oh, shoot. And that sets up the next movie. Yeah, that could be cool. Or it's like, oh, it's it's like an extra thing for the super fans. But we can still make a movie that is just like. Yeah, can can kind of live on its own still. Yeah, for the moviegoers, that is a good idea. Because <laughs> I don't think that's enough content. You wouldn't want to make a whole feature length film out of that dream sequence, but just like, you know, six episodes or something like that. Yeah, a little mini series. Yeah. So yeah, the Amazons. Let's talk about the Amazons for a minute because they always baffle me. Number one, I do respect. That they've gone all in on the arrow. All yeah. right. Steppenwolf is getting shot with arrows, catching arrows, breaking arrows. He's not stopping. They're like, no, this is what we're doing. <laughs> I don't care that we're like the most advanced warrior, whatever. We're still doing the arrows. All right. That's non negotiable. And I respect yeah. that. Also, I think the whole thing is they're not super advanced. They're just strong. The Atlanteans are the ones that are super advanced yeah. and strong. And here's the other thing about the Amazons they have. Far too much time for ceremonies. Everything they do is a ceremony to the point it's they have a ceremony for everything. Yeah. I they got a ceremony for taking out the trash. I know yeah. it. I don't think they do what do they do in their free time? Do they even have free time? Or is it just too many ceremonies? Time in between ceremonies. They're like, sorry, I would go relax outside, do a little fishing, do a hobby. But I got a ceremony to prepare for. I mean, why do you think Wonder Woman left? She's like, 
screw all these ceremonies. I want to go do something else. She wanted to see Chris Pine in the nude. Right? (laughs) She knows what she wanted. She's like, look, all these books about anatomy, it's not doing it. I need to see it in real life. She wanted that CPD. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yes. Um... I have some great notes here. Mm-hmm. What do they say? Oh, okay. Aquaman does his whole thing where he's like, saved the dude's life, threw him on the table. This this whiskey's on him. And then he takes a bottle of whiskey that has like two drinks left in it. I'm like, what? What? It's not cool to take the bottle when it's like empty, basically. You know? What? Who's doing that? I mean... <laughs> Don't you want that bottle later? And then he's like, this has two drinks left. Let me drink some of it. And it's not all drunk. Whatever. Let's just smash it. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's, I, I mean, the amount of whiskey left in the bottle is a significant out. amount of whiskey. Just so you know. I disagree. Let's go get some whiskey right now. <laughs> let's have you drink <laughs> three fingers experiment. of a bottle of whiskey and let's see how you do. It just, you know, it didn't seem like worth taking the bottle, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and if then you like didn't it, finish it. You like it? It just seemed wasteful. He finished most of it. He still didn't. Here's the thing. Instead of, uh, you know, like the... Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you. Okay, so you know the music that plays when he goes back out in the storm? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. So instead I of it being like it. him like going back to the sea or something, it being like supposed to be... <laughs> it fit, that music fit better than... Jump into the water. Here's what's amazing. If that's a better music choice, that music choice still didn't fit. There were some weird music choices in this movie. All of them are better. Zack Snyder had years to think about the music to use. Full directorial, you know, vision. The music was weird. There were some weird choices. Okay. But not even the music. Let's talk about the shirt choices. Okay. Jason Momoa is shredded in this movie. All right. Yeah. He's he's like a D cup. Okay. He's, oh, yeah. he's got it going. He's got every, he's got the cool tattoos. Great. Good job. Let's rewind a moment. He comes in wet, fully clothed, saved a dude, threw him on the table. It's like, all right, going back to the seat. Then he takes his shirt off. Then he gets back and you had your shirt on in the water. You got out of the water. You took your wet shirt off, got back into the, I'm confused. When should he not have had his shirt off before? Why did he take his shirt off then? It's not making any sense to me. His shirt choices throughout the movie are driving me crazy. Have the shirt on, have the shirt off. If you're wet, the shirt should have already been off. Why are you taking it off now? What? Help me. Help me understand. If you're just doing it for the bod shot, then yeah. whatever, have his shirt off the whole time. If you're going to start questioning the superhero <laughs> shirt taken off scene, then, you know, I don't even know what we're doing. It goes all the way back to Twilight. Remember the Jacob, Jacob and Twilight yeah. and New Moon? I think that's where it all started for me. <laughs> I mean, but that one, you knew what they were doing, right? They were, that's the only reason they were doing it. Yeah. I'm just saying if he's taking his shirt off to get in the water, he was already in the water. But I'm telling you, the only reason he took his shirt off is so you could oogle his man boobs. I did oogle them. Yeah. And I'm glad they did it. But if he had just come but out of the water shirtless, you can't just go into a bar without a shirt on. 
you know? So trust me, right. I know. <laughs> You're not going to the right bars. I know some great bars downtown that would definitely allow you to dance shirtless. Okay. Yeah. I'm blanking on the names. Darn. The bear pen. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was one of those. There's like a cowboy one. There's like a gay cowboy bar downtown. What's it called? I'm going to be real honest. It's so funny because you're like, oh, that looks like a fun saloon. You're like, oh, there's a rainbow flag. And then you read the name. You're like, oh, I see what you did. That's clever. Darn. What was it? Oh, well, I'll follow up on that. Gay stallions. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I don't keep up with the gay bar scene, if I'm honest with you. I'm not that. uh, All right. Not that hip. Do you? Do you want to play the play the what does this note? Yes. Every time. 50,000 words. That's like too many. 50,000 words. 50K words. 50,000 words? I know the scene. I see it in my head. They're talking about it's cyborg saying something about doing a search, I think. He's talking about a computer thing, I think. 50,000 words. And it's, I thought the same thing. I'm like, it's either way too little or way too much yeah. for what you're shooting for. Cool. I know what you're talking about. I can't tell you the exact scene. But I might be able to. Okay. One day. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to talk about? I want to talk about the entire movie, Cody. Do you want to talk about the? Okay. How do you feel about Barry Allen? Flash, how to go for you? Better or worse than Justice League? Thoughts on the Flash in general? Thoughts of Ezra Miller as the Flash? Okay. Let's get into it. Let's get into it right now. Mm -hmm. The Flash, as always. What is the Flash? What is the Flash's role in the Justice League? Fast. Funny, he's goofy. Yeah. That's funny, goofy. So Josh Sweden's like, we're going to do the race shoots to make him funnier. Mm. And then they're like, then he's like, then the movie comes out and he's like, mm, I'm fast. My dad's in jail and I'm sad and I don't talk to people good. And I said the wrong thing. Oh, is that funny? <laughs> no. Okay. He was not very funny in the original. Mm. This one, super funny. I liked him. I thought I thought it was good. Here's my problem with the Flash story. It's not. I don't really have a problem with Ezra Miller as the Flash. I think he did fine. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, uh, I like him. him as an actor. He's in a couple of things that are good. Here's my thing. He's one of the best parts of the Fantastic Beasts. So oh, I, yeah. Okay, I've heard he's in that by far. So, two things about the Flash. Number one, what's his name? The guy who plays the blue guy in Watchmen is in this movie. Chris something oh he's his dad it's his dad okay i didn't understand that at all so he shows up and is like hey i'm working like three and a half jobs i'm gonna get into school i'm gonna pay for classes i'm gonna become a lawyer and his dad's like no what he wants to be like a like a csi into criminal justice is what he's doing and his dad's like you idiot. Don't waste your time with no darn school. Make something of yourself. And I did not understand it all. He was like, you're trying to go to school? You're trying to take classes? 
forget about me. I should be dead to you. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. Like the logic of it, him being like, you could have made something yourself and you're out here trying to go to school. Like I didn't, even if you just like, isn't there something else you could do? He would just like, it seemed like he was just attacking the fact that he was trying to save up money to go to school. I was like, it's always specifically that he's going into the CSI stuff. Okay. When the flash is like a super genius. Right. So he's, way smarter like he could go and like start a tech company or something and become a billionaire and his dad's like do that it's just yeah so it's just the context of it where his dad was just like you're going to school i wish he had just like more specifically been like i don't know because he made it too much about him he's like don't come i know i'm innocent but don't come in here and try to free me or save me forget about me forget about school school is dumb that's what i didn't like about it schools for nerds nerd yeah so i didn't like that furthermore my favorite part about the flash is that they're like you know who the flash is you know why his dad's in jail we're moving past it it sounds mostly like you're like what what's going on here Mm -hmm. i'm like oh well so the other thing about the flash i wasn't sure about the lightning i know that's the thing he's got lightning on the speed force yeah he goes fast why why did he move his arms like that? Is everyone confused by that? Here's my thing. The I, flash and cartoons and stuff, you're like, oh, you the blurry eggs, the blur- blurry legs, blurry arms. He's running fast. When I think of like Usain Bolt or someone sprinting, they have good form. They crouch low. They swing their arms side to side. The flash, he whips his arms like this. Yeah, I remember. Whips them side to side. And I can't understand why. And just every, he's always talking and like, I'm whipping my arm around in a circular motion. You know how you run? And that, it just, it never made sense to me. I'm like, couldn't you just show him actually doing like a sprinter's form with just like the straight arms like you're supposed to? It was just distracting every time I did it. I'm like, why are your, put your arms out of frame because I just can't handle it. Yeah. It was weird, right? Yeah, so I, I remember looking this up when the original one came out. So I'm, I'm pulling up the stuff again. Because he runs, the way he runs, it's not like Ezra Miller being weird or something. That's what they were going for. Oh, it's yeah. all part of it that. Was and like choice. him doing the stretches and stuff, you know, and like him doing like the Zen stoof. Mm. But yeah, it does bother a lot of people. I, I was like, I get it, you know, like, I don't know if that's what I would do, <laughs> but it's also like, I feel like going for the the overly smoothness of it versus the it would make it cartoony. Gotta go fast, you know. Yeah, makes it less cartoony. But yeah, let me which is fair. I just pull it his up. arms are such like a focal point now because they chose to do what he does, so it's distracting. Yeah, I don't know. And I think they overdid the lightning bolts a little bit. I think I needed like thirty percent less lightning bolts because that also kind of my eyes are always going to lightning bolts are happening, but I need to just see what he was doing. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I was, I'm trying to find the actual reason because there's something about like, oh yeah, it's like something about I don't know because he's going so fast or whatever. You go fast, you can't move your arms straight. Those are the rules. Oh, and then oh. the music choice for Flash's scene, he's going to apply as like a dog walker or something. And then there's like a car crash that happens and he goes. And then like, I don't know. When I see a Quicksilver scene, when I see a Flash scene, 
I'm ready for it to be cool, fast, fun, interesting. And instead it was like, it's super, super extra, super slow motion. And we're going to play like Sarah McLaughlin music. And it's going to be like two. What was it? I don't know. It was like the formula of that scene was off somehow. You know? Okay. Talk to me. Because the way the his movements and the stretches and everything... Because he's supposed to look like a speed skater. You know how like, have you ever seen oh the speed goodness, skaters, how they right. whip their arms around like that? That's the move they were going for. Oh, I didn't get that. But now that you've said it, it makes sense. It's still distracting. To look yeah, at. it's very distracting. But I remember it being like, there's something where people go fast that they do that move. And but I'm he's not run. skating, he's running. But it's, the thought is because like, so the reason speed skaters move like that is because there's so little friction. And it makes them so they can go faster with the less friction and the flash experiences right. less the flash friction. Isn't gliding. Okay. I, I see what they're saying, which is very distracting. Yeah. I needed to like see a speed skater to like connect it. <laughs> like that's yeah. what I, which I think even then it's still distracting. I don't know. Yeah. Which Too even there, they say that like the thing that's supposed to tie him in your mind is him referencing competitive ice dancing. Oh, okay. Yeah, because no. the stuff allows that range of motion and all that. Ice dancing know. is different than ice skating, too. So that's the other thing. Like, yeah. but speed it's skaters like, are way different from They ice both dancing. wear skates. <laughs> You're right. Here's the thing. Speed skating terrifies me because I saw one video where a guy fell and their blades are freaking sharp, right? Yeah. And his cut like a main artery on a guy's leg yes. and there was blood everywhere on the ice. Wow. And they all tumbled on each other and a bunch of people. And they were like, they're like super deep cuts. So nobody died or got seriously injured, but they bled so much. Yeah. And it's like, <gasps> so it's terrifying. terrifying. It's terrifying Ooh. to me. I hate it, but I love it. It's Okay. Steppenwolf has a spider. Yeah, he does. You got a spider that goes under your head and projects your thoughts so you can know where the cubes are. Yeah. Here's my problem with that. Why didn't you use Not it time? one person tried to smack the spider away they're all like you know what i'm gonna let this happen like if there was but even if there was someone being like i'm interrogating you i would freak out and like swat away the spider and none of them were restrained well and that one guy the, the, like the second guy to get spidered he had parademons holding you ever his seen, arms you ever seen the mummy yeah the og mummy oh yeah when people are freaking out with the beetles coming in that's what i need if there's someone with the spider on my forehead that's what where's the you know am i wrong you're not wrong i mean even in the matrix he tried to not get the thing going his belly button no it went in his nose didn't it or did it go in his belly button they pulled it out of his belly button and it was gross yeah it was what a great movie so good uh, my, I found my football note. Why he CG football man? <laughs> See, the, so the football thing, I think the reason I didn't, it didn't click as like, oh, this is weird is because it, I think it kind of, it felt like a, like a video game cutscene, like the super high res ones, like the pre-render cutscenes. Yeah. So I just, and I see those so often. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Mm. And everything else is such CG. Oh, Steppenwolf. Okay, the original Steppenwolf looks so bad. It was like, you remember when they were like, we can bring people back from the dead. Here's Grand Moff Tarkin in the new Star Wars. And everybody was like, oh my gosh. Uh -huh. He looked worse than that. Yeah. 
in a movie that came out years after, I think. Oh, man. He looked bad. It didn't look good. And he was like, he did this move. This is how his face moved when he was talking. He'd be like, mm-hmm. um, it looked like he was like suckling on something as he was talking. <laughs> and his voice didn't have like this. They took his voice and they're like, we see your voice. What we're going to do is we're going to slam it way down here and like overlay it. So you sound like a like a like a demon, like a demon villain. Yeah. The other one was just. A dude like, hey, I'm Steppenwolf. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I hate you. <laughs> You're the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a note. I don't know what it's from. The tip of the tip. Someone mentioned a tip. The tip of it or the tip of a tip. I want to know what it's from. The tip. The of tip the of tip. a tip. The tip of the tip of... I think it was during the first half of the movie or so. The tip of the tip of speed skating debacle. Yeah. The tip of the tip. That's the quote you got there for you. It's fine. It's fine. I don't even want to. I don't want to go there. Here's what I do want to go to. We all know that Commissioner Gordon is a character that I will always associate with. uh... Wow. My brain is breaking right now. What's his name? Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Now, when you take J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, you mean. <laughs> his name I can't even remember. Oh, what's this guy's name? Jonah. His name is not that far from J. Jonah Jameson. I. That's the problem. That's the problem. He we're is J. Jonah Jameson. That's he is. He's the best J. Jonah J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. There you go. You can't both. His character name is J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man, and his name starts with the initial J, which is just absurd. Anyway, when you slap a mustache on J.K. Simmons, it is just hilarious to me. And so when they're like, Commissioner Gordon, let's pop him up in here. And he's like, <laughs> whips wham, around. Wham. You're like, no. You can't have, here's the thing. They did it bad because they had him. They should have had him like reading a case file with someone and someone's like, Commissioner Gordon, he's like, oh, he just looks up and says, yes. So we could, but to do the reveal of him whip his head around, it's like the equivalent. And you just see all mustache. <laughs> the equivalent of having him have like a newspaper up. And then they're like, Commissioner Gordon, and be like, what? It's like something out of an Edgar Wright movie. Like, that's what I, anyway. It's so sudden. And it's like, wasn't it? It's a different color than his hair, isn't it? Like, it's like blonder than his hair. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's what I wonder. I can't even remember if he's in the original movie, in the theatrical. You can't know it. No one can know this. Because here's my thing. If I think he is, I know for a fact he is now, because they talked to him on the roof. But what I really wanted was for, I wanted, here's what I need them to do. I need him to be like, wait, I need to do one more reshoot. And... (laughs) Not actually reshoot it, but go in and CG off the mustache. (laughs) (laughs) But make it like just overly bad, like where his lip kind of starts to float away just to be like, yeah, let's just remind all you nerds. This all this happened. Joss Whedon CG'd off Henry Cavill's mustache. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. Yeah, that was a whole thing. So all the. The CG mustache removal shots were gone from this movie, right? Yeah, because that was Joss Whedon doing reshoots. And because he had already gone to 
the fa- my, my favorite part of that whole thing is he was doing Mission Impossible. Yeah. Where he had to have the mustache for his character. Which is a great movie, by the way. That was a good one. Yeah. He loads his arms, his fists yeah, like he does. guns. He goes. He does. Anyway. Uh, so they asked, like Warner, I think even asked, what company makes, does Warner make Mission Impossible? I don't know. Anyway, whoever, whatever production company, they're like, hey, we need him to do reshoots for the Justice League. Like a much bigger budget film. And a movie that he's film. This is his third movie in this series. Yeah. He like, is Superman. We need to like, can you delay? Can you like rearrange a shooting to where he can cut the mustache off, regrow it? Because I think he even said he's like, it doesn't take long for him to regrow the mustache. Yeah. I think he said they would have had to push his stuff two weeks. Uh-huh. And he said, no. <laughs> and Joss Whedon was like, all right, I'll deal with it. <laughs> it's like, at that point, just leave the mustache on and be like, it grew in his sleep. <laughs> it grew while he slept. Oh, okay. This movie, but Superman has a mustache the whole time. Like, Superman is reborn and for no reason at all has a mustache now. Yeah. That's what this movie should have been. <laughs> You're like, he's evil. He's got a mustache now. Exactly. <laughs> and then he could have had it gone when he gets to oh, the farm man. and everybody be like, oh, he's good Superman now. Oh, gosh. I Okay. <laughs> Mr. Gordon intros too fun. I wrote that. Okay. And then they're on the rooftop. Yeah. Everyone knows Christopher Nolan, Batman movies. There's the, the whole thing where Batman's always disappearing. And they're yeah. like, I oh, always does that. I mean, that's all the superheroes do. Right. That. But I feel like, I don't know. So they do that in this movie, except here's the problem. The line that J.K. Simmons says is, so do you really think, that, oh, and they're gone. You're like, yeah, you just did that for the joke. You know what I'm like? The writing of it. You're like, you should have had something else to say. Be like, so what do you think about the thing we just talked about? Oh, they're not here anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You understand. But him turning around and be like, so do you really think? And then it's just the flash like, oh, gosh, they're gone. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm the only one. Well, so anyway, and then, yeah, I did like, like, like the flash. Just him being like, that's rude. <laughs> and bolting. Yeah. It's so funny. I like that. Um, okay. The flash. Okay, the Flash is too powerful, right? So you always have to disable him in some way because he can always solve the problem, right? So in like yeah. the middle, the mid-fight scene where they're fighting Steppenwolf, the Flash tweaks his ankle, yeah. right? So he trips on something, so now he's like, oh, okay, I'm kind of disabled for this fight. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Flash hopping on one foot would still be pretty fast, right? Right. So that's my thing. Yeah. I want to see him hop or do like a crawl or something, you know? He could still be really fast. Yeah. He's still fast. That's the thing. Like that episode where I was telling you where uh, Superman gets like the episode of the Justice League TV show where Superman gets mind controlled and mm. they have to fight him is a cool thing. The coolest actual part of that is he mind controls the Flash and mm. it becomes a whole thing because Flash is the only one that he's too weak minded to fight him off. Mm-hmm. So he gets just they have to end up putting a thing on him to keep him from getting mind controlled, I think. But once the Flash gets mind controlled, they're like. Okay, we have to shift our attention from disabling the superhero that gets mind controlled to trying to stop him while simultaneously having to fend off the Flash because we can't fight the Flash. Yeah, he beats the f out of out of Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman all at once. I think what ends up happening is Batman like throws a thing that shoots a ton of stuff up, and he trips and smashes his head into a wall, Mm -hmm. which stuns him for like half a second. So. Superman can grab him and yeah. hold him. 
That that was interesting about this movie is they they were like, oh no, Superman's stronger than Flash. That was interesting. Well, so I know that like it's it's a debate, right? It's a faster. debate in the comics. Like they're both very fast and very close in speed. Yeah, like they have. There's lots of times where they like have a race around the world, and that's usually like a big deal because with them gone, a lot of stuff. Can it's like when they did like Thor versus Hulk. You yeah. know, and like Marvel, we're like, oh, who's stronger? You know, who's the yeah. stronger Avenger? So that was interesting, but it felt like they really were just like, yeah, no, Flash isn't strong enough to fight Superman. It was just interesting. I thought he'd fare better. Yeah. What is also a big thing, like the Flash has to hold back a lot because like he says, when he approaches the speed of light, it's not just that, oh, doing that mess of time. It's also that he's channeling this energy. He's like the source of the speed force. Mm-hmm. so that leads into it like he can break reality if he goes too fast yeah. so he has to hold back and okay so they do manage that's kind of the solution to the problem right yeah they're going to resurrect superman which they do manage to do superman pops up but he's like oh batfleck hate you what are you guys doing you know he doesn't quite know what's going on yeah. so then they have a fight with superman oh this is scene alone is like even if this was the only difference i would have been happy so what was it like in the just like you know them going like them planning it and saying this is why and then being like this is stupid no and him then batman being like we have to do this mm-hmm. and like showing that like he's not thinking about a reason not like reasoning through it he's just like no this needs to happen everybody's like this is a mistake and like all these like don't do it don't do it don't do it all those are cut out mm. the whole sequence of them it's like they have the joke of, you know, the Flash driving the truck in there. That's the thing. He put in all the jokes, but like even that joke where he's like, okay, option A or B to the, <laughs> they, they cut that out. And I'm well, like, that's funny. So it's like, like option A, like, oh no, what's option B? All right, show me option A. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. And it's yeah. like, oh, he's, that's, they're going to sneak in. And it's yeah. like, but they cut that out. And I'm like, do you, what, what is your sense of humor, Joss Whedon? Is look, it, huh, hey, he, it's funny because Superman punched him in the face. Yeah, like, that's not funny. Know. It's it is interesting because like Joss Whedon, he's done funny things in the past, right? Like right. Fireflies, a little funny. Buffy was always a little funny. Um, Doctor Horrible sing along blog, I really thought was funny. Yeah, which I'm not necessarily saying he decided because I know they told him to make it funnier. Because it's interesting that it's like. Yeah, whatever you chose did not work. But yeah. I mean, I think it goes back to it's you can't just take over someone else's project in the last leg and be like, yeah, just, you know, make a bunch of changes and make it better. And you're like, wow, okay, <laughs> I'll yeah. try, but it's not like that's easy to do. Once again, yeah. Joss Whedon, we can all agree people don't like him anymore. And he did some very questionable things on set in previous projects. We don't like him anymore. And he did a bad job of justice. So he's dead to us. Mm. But it is hard to take over a movie. Yeah. Um, okay. Superman resurrects. This man is all chest. Yeah, he, he goes chest forward. His chest sticks out beyond his nose in most scenes in this movie. He's just like, all right, I'm gonna float. I fly. I'm Superman. Chest forward, and I'm going. <laughs> and that's how it gets over. I just, I just, I, don't know, I just thought it was funny. He's chesty. Yeah. He goes He's overly chest. It's like, it's like, muscles. it's like, it's like an Instagram thought. Yeah. You got like that pose. You're like, oh, you arch your back. You do this. And like, look, all right, I did it. It's like that. But it's Superman. It's like chest out. All right. Yeah. 
now we're in go mode <laughs> oh, yeah. so i don't know i just i just like that yeah you loved it though i know you did oh of course i did um i was over the chapter thing you know the movie's like oh, chapter one this one chapter two i was like two oh, chapters and i was like how many chapters are we doing how, yeah. how are we doing this only quentin tarantino gets to do fun chapters those i don't write the hollywood rules they're already written okay that's that's my thought on that. I'm here's the thing with Quentin Tarantino. I'm just you know I'm already I've canceled him in my mind because I'm just waiting for the scandal of oh, you know tried they're gonna find oh, his binders full of pictures that he's taken of people's feet. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like ten thousand binders, mostly of Uma Thurman's feet, but also a few others. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean he's right there. Okay, here's my questions. So we're we're. Towards like the final fight now, right? It's happening. Yeah. Unity's starting to happen. It's like bad news. Steppenwolf, why his eyes turned blue? In the last fight, his eyes turned blue. Uh, I'm thinking it's because he was doing the unity thing and like doing the blah, 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 with that. Because they go they go back to normal, don't they? I don't Eventually. Because I think the the wizards, <laughs> you know, in the flashback to to the beginning of time or whatever, they uh they do that thing. They do blue. I don't know. It's something to do with the magic of the boxes, right? That's cool. They're magical. They're or just they're, technology. They're so advanced. Their technology is so advanced. We would think it looks like they're magic. Here's the thing. I love this movie. I've been defending it from all your hate and, and your hate. Are the boxes evil or not? Because in one hand, they're like they're no. just machines. They only do what the master their master tells them. And then they go in there, and it's like three demon witches, <laughs> and they're like, "No, let us destroy the universe." And it's like, "Do you want to, or do you not?" Because they're saying you don't. It's like but you you're put, acting like you do. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good question. But I mean, they did make cyborg, and yeah. cyborg's fine. So, yeah, because there's some people who say the reason that that one created cyborg is because they do have a conscience and they wanted to be stopped from destroying mm-hmm. the planet. But then, I mean, it's kind of like when your wife tells you she doesn't want any fries, but then she takes all your fries. Yeah. The ways of the box are mysterious. The inner machinations <laughs> of the mother My box's mind, mind is an enigma. Yeah. <laughs> okay okay so superman comes back to life he connects with amy adams he's like i know who i am i think i know what i need to do he goes and he helps he rolls up and this boy here's this is my problem with superman he rolls up and he's like yeah you did the whole thing he can he's too strong i don't enjoy and I get it. He's yeah. a symbol of hope and he's the pureness of the American way of truth, hope and the American way and the thing. And he's good. And it was fun to watch him beat up on Steppenwolf, but it was also just like nailed it. I mean, I appreciate there were other steps to it, right? Cyborg had to disable the thing. They were too late. The flash reverse time. I think those that was cool. It was good. Justice League working. I just think it was interesting. I don't know. I enjoyed watching Superman shatter the axe. I enjoyed watching him laser off his helmet his horn i it was cool it was just interesting we're like oh so it just took superman and superman will just clean it up yeah even though it needed more but it was just interesting it was like ah superman check the box we done how do you step it up i mean i get it dark side comes but it's you know that's that's my problem with superman well he's too good 
He's too good. He's like he's like cyborg on the football field. It makes everyone look like they're not even trying to tackle him. <laughs> he can flip over people and step on their face and shove them over his head and dive in the pile. He didn't even follow the rules. Still scores the touchdown. Yeah. So I got I got two. It's still cool. I got two. It's still cool to watch. So I do kind of like that. It was obvious that Zack Snyder wanted to set up Superman as this. Guy who, as long as he's healthy and full, fully charged, yeah, fully aware of what's going on, nothing can stop him. Mm-hmm. Like to the point that these world-ending machines didn't even want to call their boss because mm-hmm. they're like, "This guy's just gonna murder you anyway." So don't even show up. Don't even come. He's yeah. just gonna, just gonna laser off your helmet thing and you're a little spiky and be gone you'll yeah. be dead uh because then when dark side shows up it is kind of like when it's the same thought of the hulk being the unstoppable force and then having thanos beat them up yeah in the first scene of the movie mm-hmm. it's like oh thanos without the gauntlet is very strong that would be the same right. thing you know, like Dark Side just knocked out Superman. That mm-hmm. would have been like, I'm sure what Snyder was leading up to with mm-hmm. Zach. I call him Zach Z Man for short, you know. <laughs> um, but here's the real thing. So that whole scene, let me take you, let me rewind the clock. Yeah, take me back to 2017. We were all. You know, we're all sitting there. We're all like best movie ever made. It was the year coming to the pinnacle. Yeah. Of the film. Let me you've seen Snyder's vision of this end fight. Yeah. Let me tell you what we got in 2017. (laughs) All right. Okay. Earlier in the film, when Dark or when Steppenwolf first shows up there. You get a little scene of a family. In a tiny little house on the outskirts of the town. And they're just living their life. Living their best life. And you hear the of the bugs flitting them out. Yeah. And then they start to barricade them. And then there's a couple more flashbacks to them. Progressively getting more barricaded into their home. Which is a one room home. Yeah. So it's really just one barricade on the door that just gets, you know, more Mm -hmm. done. Then there's this. And then they're like, well, we got to get in there. So they they shoot the hole in to get into the dome. And then Superman drives his car to destroy the pillar, I think. Mm-hmm. Instead of shooting it with the plane, which is kind of what everybody thought he should have done. And now mm-hmm. guess what? That's what he did. Do, was going to do. Yeah. Uh, Aquaman goes, yeah several times every time he jumps every time he's in the air he has at least six more one-liners so every time he enters the scene he has a one-liner yeah and none of them are good all the time there's this family with two shotgun shells fending off this alien army also the alien army are weakened by police sirens that's their weakness All right. Instead of guns being their weakness, it's a certain frequency. Okay. 
So the way that you get Superman to be distracted once he shows up is we got to get this family out of here. Mm-hmm. So they get him. So Superman's like, I got to go help this family. So the Flash goes to help the family. Mm. Gets him in the truck. Pushes their truck. And then Superman comes to help him push the truck. Thus taking the Flash and Superman out of the fight. To allow for Aquaman and Wonder Woman to get beaten up. (laughs) Then they come back, and that's when Superman beats up Steppenwolf. It seems highly unnecessary. It almost seems like it's 20 to 30 minutes extra stuff that uh, was like, so you just left this Russian family in a field a half a mile away from a nuclear explosion. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I feel like they're still probably going to die. Well, because <laughs> there's people that live on the edge of this uninhabited. You know, it's like if you were going to have a giant fight at Chernobyl, you got to get all the people out of the city. You got to. Yeah, because that's the whole thing about this movie is like, where even is it? Like, I don't know. It's in this like super remote, abandoned kind of place. Yeah, okay. So we can agree that this was better than that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I liked the Superman fighting it's just every time i see you know, that's my thing oh yeah also steppenwolf doesn't die Ooh. he gets no i want to watch i want to watch gal gadot chop his head off because parademons feed on fear mm. that's their source of nourishment so superman beating up steppenwolf means for the first time in his life Steppenwolf is afraid, except for all the times. I guess he's probably afraid of Darkseid, but he's never been afraid before. Oh, I did think that was interesting because earlier in the movie, it's like, he's like, hey, I'm going to capture this planet. All for you, Pops. Or is he his son? No, I think it's just like one of All for you, big man. Yeah. And then we'll be square, right? And then what's his name was like, yeah, you owe 50,000 planets? So That's the 50,000 thing. That was was like, that's far too many. But anyway, and then it comes later. It's like, oh, no, it's the planet that you missed out on. And it's the planet with the mother boxes. No, no. The other one, the kill oh, the, code or the, the anti-life the anti-life equation or whatever. So then it's like, oh, okay, now equation. It's way dumber than anti-life. It's unlife. Equation. So now it's so now it's worth. Anyway, I just thought it was funny. He's like, so if I do, you know, that's like maybe like, look, I know I owe you fifty thousand dollars. But if I bought lunch on Friday, that that puts us even, right? We're even Stevens yeah. <laughs> for sure. And I got you a milkshake. Look, I didn't just get a burger. I got you milkshake and fries. So when you think about it, with the $50,000 I owe you, that's about equal. But what if it's from that burger place that this guy's been hunting for for like 50 or like for like 5,000 years? It's like in Spider-Verse where the burger place is only open in the his universe. Yeah. It's like that. Then it's worth it. Yeah. Then we're good. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. it all it all ended up making sense. But in the beginning, he's just like, I'm gonna do this for you. And you're like, Yeah, it's not worth it. Like, yeah. what are you talking? You are way more in debt. Anyway, that's a separate thing. Yeah. He die. He does die in this one. They just <laughs> Which, imply that he, no one dies in the Joss Whedon version. You can't. Well, I guess ex- excluding um Quicksilver. In the Quicksilver dies? Yeah. In Endgame. Not Endgame. Ultron. Age of Ultron. No, I'm talking about in Justice, Justice League. League. The Joss Whedon Justice League. Okay. So I think that's about the end of the movie. 
And then we get all the epilogue stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. High point, there were good things about the movie. There was some good action. I, here's what I think I need. Like I told you, one of my big complaints, it was a three-hour movie with one-hour epilogue. Yeah. So it's not really a four-hour movie. If you cut the epilogue down to like 10 or 15 minutes, I think that improves it. The other thing is, if they were able to do a cyborg movie and a Flash movie, and we could have cut those stories out, you think about it, that's 40 minutes of this movie gone. Now it's two hours 20, two hours 30, three hours max with the epilogue. And I think it's a much better movie. And it's, it's not Zack Snyder's fault that we couldn't have done those. But like, if we had established Cyborg and Flash, and you know, if everyone was established already, and now this is them all coming together, this could have been a much smoother, better movie. Yeah. You know, so that was my thing about it. Like, there's all this fat they had to add in just to make it all make sense because we don't know who these people are. But man, if we could have already known who Barry Allen was, and then just maybe done like a quick kind of like they did in this one where they're like, okay, we got a flashback. Superman's dead, just in case you forgot. Here's the box of waking up. This is the intro of the movie. If they could have done that too, I mean, like Barry Allen, oh, do a quick reference, do a quick, like, oh, he has a nightmare sequence, like, oh, his dad's in jail. Oh, you know, he has these problems, but okay, we already know who he is because there's a movie about it. Yeah. I think that makes this movie better. They couldn't have done it, obviously. And I appreciate having the origin story. It's just, it made it, it made it a foreign movie. Yeah. I think. The, with the cyborg and the flash thing my thought i think their thinking was the flash is their super popular tv show mm-hmm. so it's like people know who the flash is we don't need to cover how he became the flash or what's really going on you can just have him talking to his dad and if people really care about the flash they're gonna know the situation with his dad they can yeah. just reference it and in my mind this is the cyborg movie this is the introduced cyborg movie interesting because his whole thing is he was made by the mother boxes this is the movie where the mother box is the thing. Kind of like how in Avengers, it's the Infinity War saga. Pieces of the all the Infinity Stones tie in different ways. Yeah, Captain Marvel gets her power from one, and Loki steals it in Avengers one, and you know, like all of that is intertwined. So yeah, I mean, you're right. It, it does make sense if he's made by the mother box. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Unless you did, like, I guess you could have done the a thing with him and then they would probably refer to it as the change engine because I think that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. That's what they refer to. They that's a, It does get a little confusing in the theatrical release because they, they have, like, three or four different names for them and they use them way too interchangeably. It's not yeah. like, oh, well, I refer... The scientists call it the change engine. You call it the mother box. Now that we all, we're all on the same page now. It's the mother box. They're like, so the change engine, this change engine and that mother box and this piece of the unity are all going to come together. Plus the mommy cube and, you know, plus the six cider and, you know, and it's like, you got to plus the triple dice, you know, the universal dice, you know, like you could put all these names together and now you're lost. Okay. So I just want you to imagine this movie. I was going to try to go over some of the scenes, right? Okay. Imagine this movie. But anytime you're like, that was cool how they did that. Mm-hmm. Think of how you could do it in less time and worse. Okay. Do it that way. Yeah. That's the theatrical movie. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, now that we're talking, I don't know. I almost like it a little more. It's still not quite my style. I appreciate what they did. It was a decent film. I think you liked it a lot. It had some cool things in it. I liked it because the theatrical is so much worse. That's right. Why. Um, Yeah. I see what you're saying. Here's my question. 
first off, Zack Snyder confirmed there are no Joss Whedon reshoots in this movie. I also think like Christopher Nolan and his wife were like, whatever you do, don't see Justice League so that he could have it like fresh. And I'm just doing my vision independent of whatever Joss Whedon finished and put out. So I think that's interesting and kind of cool because it is like he never saw what happened. He just said, this is what I wanted to do. So even without him being like, here's what Joss Whedon did wrong. Let me do it right. He's just like, nope, I don't know what happened with that. Here's what I wanted to do. So that's cool. Here's my thing. Give it to me. Okay, let's talk a letter grade. What would you give this movie? The, okay. Um, we're grading on a curve here? You know, like, are, either are we... That's the thing. Is it being compared to Infinity War? or, or is I'm it saying as a movie. As a movie you saw. I would put it as... B, B plus, personally. Okay, I would give it a C. Maybe a C plus. Here's the thing. This movie has a 55 Metascore. It has an 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb. And it's in the, it's number 119 on the user rated IMDb movies. I don't think it deserves that. I think it's like an internet hype thing. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, it's Rotten Tomatoes is about where I put it. Okay, here's what's weird about it. 74, 74% tomato meter, audience score of 96%. Yeah. Oh, is someone knocking at my door? Okay, sorry. I gotta I gotta answer the door. I'll be right back. Okay, so 96% audience score. It's not that good. I just think everyone's happy to have a movie better than the one that was in theaters, right? Right. Because of the way the curve that Rotten Tomatoes grades on. It's yeah. always like, oh, it was a positive or negative. Everyone's going to say, oh, well, this is actually good compared to Joss Whedon's, which we hated. Yeah. 96% Ron Tomato score. That puts it above almost every Marvel movie. Yeah. For right? the user, you mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And same with, same with IMDb. Top, this is in the top 250 movies. That's crazy. There's no way. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of the movies up there are there, I think, just because they're huge budget spectacles you know <laughs> avatar isn't a good movie it's a, okay like i'll give you that like it is a weird list oh it just dropped to 120 did you just rate it <laughs> no okay they heard ours. i just i just want to read off like some of the things that are on that same in that same area okay so we have amelie at 115 you and the, amelie man the sting at 114 we have for a few dollars more 118 uh-huh uh, it's at 120 right now. And this is what's crazy, though. If you look at the Metascore, 94, 74, 95. This one's sitting at a 55. To Kill a Mockingbird at 88. Up at 88. And so they're saying this movie's better than Up. It's better than Indiana Jones' Last Crusade. It's better than Heat. It's better than Green Book, which is like a Best Picture winner. It's better I, than Die Hard. It's better than Batman Begins. It's, you know, and it's like, it's not better than those movies. It's just, I just think it's the... Better than Yojimbo. Like, I come think on. It's better than Batman Begins. I don't think so. Batman Begins is way tighter. Well, this has a lot of high points and maybe a higher potential than Batman Begins. Batman Begins is a tighter movie. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think, here's why I think we were talking earlier about when did the turn happen? Because I've heard a lot of people down talking, talking down on the Nolan Batmans. Mm-hmm. I think the turn happened when it became kind of a joke. People going back and like, slow-mo re-watching the fight scenes and realizing that it's a lot of Christian Bale kind of 
flailing in the direction of a bunch of guys and then guys in the opposite direction he's facing flying back like he punched him i think you're i think you're thinking of dark knight rises though because that's it happens the one that's like, a lot though it dips a little lower i mean they do a lot of cape turning and him turning but yeah christopher nolan's good at practical stuff and that's the thing is he did that practically whereas this movie it's like okay now let's watch batfleck fight a cg bug thing yeah. no face you're like okay well that that's fine. I did appreciate this movie, like the limits of Batfleck. You could really see like, yeah, this dude's not a superhero. I mean, his yeah. fighting wasn't as good. Whereas I feel like the Christian Bale one is like, look, this guy's like a trained ninja. He's an awesome fighter. Yeah. He's in, you know, whereas this one just like, yeah, he's here to bring the band together. He has his grappling gun. Yeah. <laughs> like he's always like, all right, I'm catching up to you guys. Don't worry, I'm coming down. I can fight off a couple bugs. Please don't let me get hit by Steppenwolf. You're yeah. Like, okay. You know, well, like, yeah, it I mean, makes sense. He is, you know, he's the gadget guy. He's good at fighting. He's a gadget guy. He's a good yeah. detective. You know, he's not Wonder Woman. He's not Aquaman. But yeah. so I think that was interesting. Well, it's also like, I think it's so in Batman versus Superman, they have a thing where he has like this super. Crazy he has a Hulkbuster for Superman, basically. Yeah. Right. Like his own. We use that too. And then even before that, I think he might just be him fighting regular people. He's got like, it shows him taking off his under plate armor mm-hmm. with Wonder Woman there. And she has to like help him take his armor off because yeah. armor keeps him from dying. But he's still like, got, you know, and then he makes a remark about like, he's getting a little too old for, yeah, you know, going out and fighting crime because he's got like three broken ribs and she has to help right. him wrap them up and stuff. And he's like, this didn't used to happen, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. like, cause he is supposed to be, he's supposed to be old Batman. Old man Batman. Yeah. yeah. He's not supposed to be like Christian Bale's new Batman. He's old Batman. Yeah. He's, I just, <laughs> during the dream sequence though, but he's, he's Mad Max Batman. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> he comes around from behind a car and I'm like, that's just a gun. It's not even a Batman <laughs> gun. It's just a gun. Yeah. <laughs> just got a gun not even like it's it was just funny yeah that's just you know it's funny to see batman just with like a regular assault yeah, rifle right <laughs> oh man you might as well like just give him a super soaker yeah, <laughs> like, like what? i'm bad well i mean they show the guns are very you know like i said to my wife when we were watching it, i was like so in the joss whedon version the weakness of the parademons is a is a sound in this one the weakness of the parademons is guns yeah which I did like the pair of demons is a big change that I liked a lot because this way they're treated more like an alien army and less like mystical demons. Yeah. I I don't have too many more thoughts about this other than it's crazy to me that it's rated as high as it is and maybe it'll go down. But it's, all, it's the kind of movie where like the only reason you're watching Zack Snyder's thingy on HBO if you're if you're really interested in watching it. This isn't yeah. a theatrical release where you're like, oh, we got a bunch of people out. Half these people are DC nerds. Half of them are just watching the latest movie in theaters. So, I mean, I yeah. get that that tips the scale, but it is interesting. It's not that good, but it's decent. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the when you see those really bad movies with like five stars on Amazon or 98% on Google. Yeah. It's because the only people watching it, they're if, fans. If this was the movie that came out, I would see the sequel of this movie. Like, yeah. I would see the dark side fight. I want to see what happens next. I was if the, it wasn't a four hour version, I would watch the two and a half hour version of this, you know, the two and a half hour sequel to this. Yeah. I'm not in for another four hour thing, maybe a three hour one well, if they did it right. Especially if they have less origin stories to do and it's more just like we're doing the thing now. Yeah, I think if this came out in theaters, it would have been at most three hours. 
I think they would have right. been like, you need. I mean, you cut the epilogue, you cut 40 minutes out of this movie. Well, you know, there's lots of spots where you could just cut a thing, like a scene, a few seconds shorter. Like you could probably cut that Martian Manhunter. That's five minutes gone right there. Yeah, but I liked it. Oh, I, I liked it too. I'm just saying if Martian Manhunter wasn't in the first one. Right. It yeah. wasn't in the Joss no, version. Which like, I was mad that he wasn't in it. Cause I'm like, he's one of the original Justice right. League. Like he's, yeah. they're like, we're, we're the six. We're the original six. I'm like, okay, what is the seven? That's the thing is the, the seven, the seven are the thing. Yeah. And you have not the real seven. You have, you don't have Martian Manhunter and you have Cyborg. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you've got two of them wrong already. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, check it out if you're inter- if you're a Zack Snyder fan. I think you'll really like it. I'm not a Zack yeah. Snyder boy, but I think the I liked the the violence in this leaned more how I kind of hoped where you'd have the Marvel movies, which would be you know PG-13, colorful PG thirteen yeah. big budget, and this would be like you know half of them are rated R and they're violent. People die. I mean, know? I did appreciate that because it felt more like watching. You're like, hey, this is more like a real, like you said, you know, super person punching someone. Yeah, they're gonna crumple to the ground like they're done. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I did appreciate that aspect of it and like him cutting off his horn and that. You're like, oh, it's like a more gritty. Yeah. If you're gonna go gritty and dark, let's have those elements in there. Yeah, I mean, even just the fact that his horn, because it's part of him, his head was yeah. bleeding. It didn't bleed in the Joss Whedon version. Right, of course not. He just got broken off. Uh huh. So, a lot of blood splatter. I like things about it. I would have liked it to be shorter, but I'm, you know, I'm glad Zach got to get out there. It's hard to lose a family member, especially one so young. So I'm glad they got to bounce back and finish that thing. And you know, yeah. it's it's interesting how it worked out. I think if it weren't for the pandemic, I don't know if the Snyder Cut would have happened because we had a year where it's like we can't do a lot of shooting, we can't do a lot of anything. It's like, all right, well. I can edit this movie together. <laughs> like I've got the time to do it. Everything else is stalled. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Some, some, something good to come out of a pandemic. Yeah. I also like that they gave him like the budget and stuff to, cause I, well, I also think he forfeit for, his salary too. Well, I mean like to, they, to redo, they gave him the resources to like redo Steppenwolf. Yeah. Cause he didn't take a salary. <laughs> that's what's interesting too. Yeah. He's like, all right, I won't take my salary and that'll give, give me the leverage and the room, the budget I need to. Yeah. Which I kind of understand why, because so people who watch this Snyder cut of Batman vs Superman, they're like, there's a lot less more to it, I know. And they're like, it's still not great. But all the stuff that you're like, what the heck was that? Makes so much more sense. Yeah. That I feel like part of the reason he's doing it is just to be like, look, my name's attached to this. Mm-hmm. And you guys are basically making me look like a, I'm bad at my job. Right. By... He's the comic book by screwing it guy. up. He's done so you know, yeah. he's done 300, he's done Watchmen. Now he's got to do a lot of this stuff. So I mean, fair enough, fair play. Yeah. So uh I don't know. Yeah. I would only watch this if you're interested. It's four hours. It's an investment. If yeah. you're not a DC person, if you're not a Zack Snyder person, I don't know. I would recommend it. But yeah. if you like the superhero movies or you like Zack Snyder, or you like DC, then I think it's one you gotta check out. Yeah, I think I would say if people and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Warner doesn't do this, watch like the it like a show. So the chapter. So like, yeah, when you get the new chapter, take a break, like watch it like a TV show. Then you're going to be interesting. You know, if you're going to like binge a TV show like that, then go ahead and watch all four. You'd watch four hours of a TV show. But 
treat it kind of like that because you can take a break at the chapters. They're pretty solid little. Yeah, that's true. So that's why I wouldn't be surprised to see them be like, why don't we just cut it at these? Yeah, well, I think at one point when they announced it, they're like, yeah, it's going to be a four four part thing. And then they didn't, but they saw they added the chapters in. So, yeah, it is interesting. They want it. You want it all at once. You need it in your system. I think that's all I've got to say. I mean, we could at least go for two more hours on this film. <laughs> what was it invented infinity war that we did the yeah we were hard on that one i think it we went longer than the like, movie yeah we may we might have done it once i don't know let's but, not do that again well thank you for listening you can share us uh, opinion havers on the podcast things all of them even verbal we're on verbal uh yeah hashtag we're on verbal, verbal the hashtag gerbil. verbal the gerbil We're on Pod Boys. I don't know. Is that what I'm saying? We're on Facebook and Twitter. You can uh, tweet us at Opinion Havers. You know, I listen. I read the tweets. I read the Facebook. Yeah. So uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to, you know, troll me on there, you're welcome to. And until next time, watch movies and have opinions. The original Steppenwolf was just—he's so bad. He ruined the movie. I mean, he ruined it for me. They cut the Green Lanterns out. Oh, interesting. Like, they're like, you see him in the background. And he's like, "Mm." everybody's like, he says, I didn't, I've listened to the line. I can never understand what he says, but he's like, no lanterns. But he says it like, no lanterns. (laughs) There were, were, I had issues with the dialogue in this movie, dude. My favorite was when Batman said, I just undid a mistake. But it sounded like it was I just did a mistake. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> yeah.